0: All right, Anna, thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So you have been researching a new law that was uh, signed into effect called the Red Flag Law. What is the Red Flag Law?
1: (laughs) So the Red Flag Law in Colorado is called the Extreme Risk Risk Protection Order. Very similar laws like this are, you can find them all across the country. They all kind of have varying names with pretty similar wording. Um, most people just call them the red flag law. It's essentially a law that someone can go to a court and if they have evidence, you submit a petition that says this individual has made a threat or a statement and here's the evidence. And you can have a temporary order which will take the firearm, their firearm or any firearm that they have, so it can be multiple. It can take that away from them immediately until a longer, more um, intensive court session or that they can do a year-long session. So a year-long session has to be preceded by um, a pretty typical traditional in-person court uh, meeting, but you can do the temporary one, which you can do from a very quick face-to-face or uh, over the phone discussion with a judge. So you can essentially put in a petition, have someone's firearm removed from them almost immediately if the judge approves of it after a phone call.
0: So, uh, what kind of reasons would someone might want to petition for a protection order?
1: So there's a variety of reasons, and the law in the text says that as long as there's a as long as there's a um, threat of personal injury to self or others, so this could be um, interpersonal violence, someone threatening a spouse or someone else, um, a lot of times people think of school shootings. Um, there has been someone arrested in Larimer County and their firearm was taken away from them because they were making threats of committing a school shooting, or not a school shooting, a mass shooting, sorry. Um, But a lot of the times what we've seen in other states is that this is used against people who make credible threats against themselves. So this can be a really um, effective way to take a firearm away from someone who's considering committing suicide with that.
0: So who's allowed to petition for a protection order under this law?
1: you have to be either a law officer or a family member. And the law kind of goes through how they define family member. There's a variety of definitions. So it could be someone who you're living with. So like a significant other who you're not married to, but you're living with, it could be a roommate, it could be a adopted child. It doesn't have to be biological, um, but it does have to be a family member. So that definition is a little, a little broader than maybe biological, but it's still, pretty restrictive and it will be according to what the judge thinks so i know the susan holmes case she argued that her and the csu pd officer had a like child in common in quotes that didn't go through because that's not an actual family member
0: if someone was reported under the red flag law and had a protection order put against them that they thought wasn't justified how could they defend themselves
1: so you go through the longer term court case and during that the respondent, the person who's having the file ordered against them, they have a chance to argue their case and you know just like any court trial you have evidence you can argue you didn't do it or that's being unfairly shown and it's it would be just like a basic court trial.
0: But if it's decided by the judge at least in the short term then you can't defend yourself?
1: Yeah, so the temporary ones, if the judge approves it, yeah, you could have your firearm taken away in that short term. Uh, That also depends on if the sheriff or law enforcement will enforce on that law. So I know Sheriff Smith in Larimer County, he is more um, he's critical of the law and it would he's more inclined to not serve something that he thinks is unjust. So there's also that process, but in the, yes, in the short term, it's possible that it could be taken away and you would have to wait for that longer court trial to argue your case and get your firearms
0: back. So who do a respondent surrender their firearms to?
1: To law authorities, there are multiple collection places. So I believe that the law enforcement officers will facilitate the exchange, but it doesn't have to go just to law enforcement. You can also give your firearm to a Friend, I believe, or a not—you can sell it back to a dealer. There are there are a variety of places you can store it, but it does have to be facilitated by law enforcement.
0: What happens if someone under a protection order acquires a new firearm somehow?
1: Another thing that the the red flag does, is that it would would show up on a background check at a firearms dealer. So if they do a background check, that would show up and it would block you from getting any firearms. I don't know how that would operate with sales that don't go through dealers.
0: So it's in effect in Colorado already, right?
1: Mm -hmm. So it was signed last year during the 2019 legislative session and it went into effect January 1st. Of and this did
0: it passed fairly smoothly through legislation.
1: Oh no! <laughs> um, can you
0: tell me a little um, about
1: that? There was so I researched this at the very beginning of the law, so I I know about it, but I it wasn't what I mainly wrote about. So I don't think I have any like names or specific examples. But it it was a pretty rocky ride because there were concerns from a lot of the Republican Colorado legislators that it was a breach of Second Amendment because. I mean, we've talked about it, it's taking your firearm away. So, temporary or not, there is that removal, and that was a big concern to a lot of legislators. There's that concern with a lot of sheriffs. That's why I said Sheriff Smith, he's, he's hesitant to take firearms away. In the case in Fort Collins with the man threatening a mass shooting, he didn't have a firearm. So when they filed the petition against him, it blocked him from buying any firearms, but they never had to do that process of taking one away. Um, so, I know when I talked to him, he said that he would rather find other means of stopping someone other than using a red flag law because it's just, you know, people don't want to take firearms away if that's uh, a very important value to them.
0: Thank you so much for taking your time to talk with me today, yeah. Anna.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me.